try to play, but you're never gonna beat me Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me What's going on, everyone? Raiders. That's right. We are. This is Drew Code Sports Talk, and you know what we're going to be talking about today. I don't even have to get into it. Uh, so, man, we have an exciting show for you today. I am your host, Andrew Wright, and over in Clovis, California, at his house, is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody, I'm jacked. Are you? Yeah, I mean, you're 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 real fired up. So let's just get right into it. I think it's like the words kept secret on what we're going to talk about. So here we go. All right, Cody. Well, I wanted to get right into it, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait a little bit. Uh, but if you, you know, if you're watching this on uh, on YouTube, you can see all my gear. You know, I got my Jared Carr jersey, the number four, uh, you know, Raiders gear, got my uh, Raider hat. And then, of course, what I'll be drinking today in my Raiders cup. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm all Raidered out, man. I almost... I almost just brought my Raider lanyard just to hang back behind here, just the way everyone could see. Uh, I almost, you know, dude, I almost Raidered everything. So uh, yeah, I could have, it could have been, uh, could have been a lot worse. <laughs> I mean, you're still pretty decked out from where I'm sitting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's all right, man. I'm, I'm super excited. Oh, so it's such a great day. But before we get into all that, Cody, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. Uh, I was polling you earlier today that the last few days have been kind of like anxiety filled just because of free agency and, you know, what are we going to do? And, uh, you know, after today, as soon as the news broke about Adams, which we'll talk about, it's just kind of funny because it's like, man, could really go for a cigarette, even though I don't smoke. That's just what the it felt like when the news broke and, you know, just basically getting all that good, good news. So super excited and can't wait to talk about it. So. Yeah, man, it, it's been uh, it's been interesting to say the least. I mean, there's been baseball that I've been following. Uh, trying, I mean, seriously, all week I've literally been on Twitter for so long. Mm-hmm. Like usually, the majority of the time that I'm on my phone is mainly like due to like podcast and um, you know uh, like games if I'm bored. Yeah. Uh, but this week it's been podcast and Twitter yeah. <laughs> and, and I've been refreshing my, uh, my, uh, my Twitter feed like crazy, uh, not only for Raider stuff, but for giant stuff. And I feel stupid because like Monday was kind of like the pre, like pre, <laughs> um, free agency. And then Wednesday was like, okay, when everything actually happens, and so, like, Monday and Tuesday, I was like, man, nothing is happening. I yeah. was just like everyone else in Raider Twitter, like, man, we're not going to go after anyone. But then you started seeing them drop a few people, and it was kind of like, all right, the writing might be on the wall here. And then eventually Wednesday came, and uh, they signed some big guys, and, and we'll talk about all that. But, yeah, yeah. Man, it was, it's, been, it's been crazy. It's been great. So, Cody, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm ready to talk about it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So, Cody, the biggest news that we just got today 
probably like a couple of hours ago, uh, Devontae Adams traded from the Green Bay Packers to the Las Vegas Raiders for two, uh, two picks in the, the 2022 draft, uh, which is huge. Um, you know, I had, I had said on this podcast um, I, two, maybe three weeks ago now, I had said that, um, you know, if you're going to get Devontae Adams, you want to trade away your first-round pick, who would you rather have? You know, a first-round draft pick receiver that you're not quite sure is going to pan out, or mm-hmm. are you going to trade are you going to trade that pick and give it to someone, and that way you get the for-sure receiver like a Devontae Adams. So, yeah. Um, and they had no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It seemed like they were making room – uh, in their cap space to sign him. Derek mm-hmm. Carr came out and said uh, at the be- beginning of last year, he was saying, um, you know, I'll take a pay cut for if we can get Devontae Adams. He goes, I'm going to recruit him like crazy. And uh, the number one recruiter got it. So congratulations to Derek Carr and, and the Raiders. But yeah, huge news. Devontae Adams moving. Um, I actually just saw a video too, Cody. Um, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize in advance for, for everyone. Listen. We're kind of doing this on the fly because um, we didn't know that this trade was going to happen. Um, so when we got everything prepared, uh, that went all out the window. We're kind of yeah. just going to wing this episode. So I am sorry in advance if we don't have any stats or you know any um, <clears throat> you know in depth research. But I mean, so I just wanted to preface it by that. But um, I just saw a video where Adam Schefter was talking about why Devontae Adams wanted out of Green Bay, and basically it was. Devontae Adams was mad at the, at the Green Bay Packers for the way that they had treated him during the negotiations of, uh, of trying to get a new contract. Um, and then they like, and then the, I forget who was interviewing him, but they were saying like, basically Adam Schefter said that um, the Aaron Rodgers signing literally had no uh, weight to what Devontae Adams was going to do. Uh, which kind of, to me, was a little, uh, I'll get into my take a little bit later, but that was a mm-hmm. little, like, telling right there. Um, but Cody, Devontae Adams reunites with Derek Carr. Uh, both, obviously, everyone probably knows by now. They played together at Fresno State. Um, I had talked about it previously on this podcast where Devontae Adams was, like, supposed to be the number two option in that offense and Mm -hmm. literally became the number one in like one year. And, um, you know, he hasn't looked back since. So Cody, what do you think? What do you make of all this? man? Well, I think it's really surprising and it's honestly like a huge step forward for us as a franchise, as a team. Um, you know, it tells me that McDaniels and Ziggler are looking, I don't want to say a win now, but I mean, we're shooting to get back in the playoffs and I think we want to make a deep run. We got obviously Carr's best friend and Devontae Adams. And, you know, I think a big telling of it too is, you know, I don't think Devontae Adams was real keen on how maybe he felt uh, Aaron Rodgers was being selfish with the whole offseason he had last year was basically, you know, keeping Green Bay hostage and then, you know, getting a huge contract, which I mean, I'm sure Devontae Adams is super happy for him. But I mean, it, it, an argument can be made. It probably came at it at the sacrifice of Devontae Adams' potential, whatever it could have been to make more money and I don't think Devontae Adams wanted to continue that but you know um, 
this is huge for Carr. I mean, I think that he's never had a talented receiver such as Adams uh, since he's been at Fresno State. Even with, you know, Michael Crabtree or Amari Cooper, you know, not even Henry Ruggs, which, I mean, we're not even, I'm not putting him on the same level as, as, um, as Adams. But Adams is like an all-world receiver that universally is in someone's top two to three every year amongst best wide receivers. And probably in some people's list he'll be number one this season again which he was you know ranked uh before the start of the last season anyway so this is huge i i can't wait to see what else there is i i i am so excited and also too it didn't take very much for us to get Devonte adams out of the scheme of things like you look at the trade with um with uh wilson russell wilson to denver a lot more picks and you know even a couple more um assets came and I know it's a quarterback, so maybe the value isn't there. But, I mean, Devontae Adams is kind of like a difference maker in a lot of offenses. I mean, tell me what other team wouldn't have given up a one or a two at any draft at any point in time to have him on the team. And that's yeah. all it took was a one and two this upcoming draft. It's not like it was two ones and, you know, a, a two and a, another late round pick. It wasn't like it was multiple picks. It was only two. And I don't want to say that, like, Devontae Adams should get the same respect or or – maybe the same draft equity in return from a team as a quarterback, but you would think like for wide receiver, he would have gone a little bit more in my opinion, but um, I'm super excited. Um, You know, anything else that we can do in free agency just helps out a lot more. And we have a super dangerous offense, which is great. Um, And you know, the AFC West man is, I think it's just to declare it now, AFC West is the best division in football, hands down. You know, it, you can. It was pretty much tied with the NFC West. Both uh, conferences had a West division that was really stacked. I think AFC West right now just took it and went ten times further. And especially with Devontae Adams coming over to the AFC and, and the Raiders specifically, this this is huge for our team. And just to put us in the right stepping too with what we had with Gruden and Mayock too. I think this is huge on on that level as well. <laughs> And this goes to show with the whole John Gruden controversy, letting go of Mayock, we're not taking a step back like we've done years before. We're going, we're going into the future and we're going there now, which is great. And I can't wait to see what else happens and unfolds in the rest of the free agency market. Yeah, man. Um, excuse me. Sorry. I was, uh, you know, choking. So <clears throat> I'm going to be clearing my throat a little bit. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, it, I always believed that the Raiders were not going to just give up on this year. And Josh McDaniels even said in his press conference that the reason he came to the Raiders was they were ready to win now. He didn't want to go to a team like he did when he went to Denver where they wanted to reboot everything. He didn't want that. He knew that that didn't work for him. He knew that he needed to go to a team that was ready to win now, needed to make a couple of moves, and he did. And Dave Ziegler... To all of his credit, I don't think when he was with the New England Patriots, other than having, obviously, Tom Brady and and Gronk, but I don't think he ever made a move like this. So I think Raider Nation was surprised at the fact that they were actually able to get it done. Because John Gruden talked a big game. There's so many guys who want to play. There's so many guys who want to play with the Raiders. You know, so many guys. I get calls all the time that they say, I want to come play for the Raiders. You know, that that was always John Gruden's thing. He was like, oh, there's so many people. There's so many people. Honestly, reminded me of Trump 
that's a side note. But anyway, it was kind of like a Trump of football, you know? Yeah. Oh, the wall is going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of like John Gruden. He gave me that energy of like, yeah. oh, the Raiders, we're going to be great. We're going to be great. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know, even if we trade Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper and, uh, you know, get rid of literally everyone who's good on the team, we'll just, we'll just get rid of them and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, I think so. I feel like Raider Nation had went through so much over the years. I mean, minus the Rachel McKenzie, Jack Del Rio years. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you feel like I don't know that that the Raiders really just always wanted to make that big move, but just couldn't do it, or maybe the other guys like didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And so now you see that someone who's competent in the front office and someone who's competent as a head coach get something done. Um, you know, I was a little skeptical about Josh McDaniels and obviously we still have to play the season, so I'm not going to get ahead of myself on there, but I do want to say at least Josh McDaniels, when he said something, he actually did it. He never went back on his word. He never said, Hey, <clears throat> you know, Hey, we're going to, we're not going to rebuild. We're not rebuilding. We're just going to retool. And usually what everyone in Raider Nation was like, we're rebuilding. I mean, that's why we thought, because all we had been hearing is we're not rebuilding, we're not rebuilding, but we really are. Yeah. You know, we're just not saying rebuild. Um, and so now we're actually getting someone who's saying, hey, we're not rebuilding, we're retooling. And we literally did that. And I feel like we got, I mean, I know we got better. Yeah. Um, not just with Devontae Adams, and we'll talk about the other, you know, free agent pickups, but man, I listen, Devontae Adams had said years ago that he wanted to play with Derek Carr again. He said Mm -hmm. he wanted to play with him at least once. And I think Raider Nation took that as, you know, he's going to, he's going to come as a free agent. And when Green Bay tagged him as a franchise tag, I think we all just went, okay, well, He's going to be paid the highest. He had been saying he wanted like what thirty million or something, but now we know it's literally not about the money for Devonte Adams. Even though it is a little bit because he is mm-hmm. now the highest paid receiver in the NFL, <clears throat> but it also is very telling to me, at least, that something is going on in Green Bay mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers, and no one likes it. Not even Green Bay. Yeah, And I feel like Green Bay messed up big time by signing Aaron Rodgers first mm. over Devontae Adams. And I think Adams felt that way as well. And the other issue I think that you're running into as the Green Bay Packers is they signed uh, one of their linebackers to a big contract extension. And then they dropped a bunch of guys and it's just like, okay, you signed the linebacker before you signed me. Uh-huh. If you're Devontae Adams, you're like, you've just slapped the franchise tag on me. I don't want that. Yeah. You know, I want to stay here as long as I can. And I feel like that's where it started kind of crumbling. And then I do believe, I he'll probably never say it until he's retired and never sees Aaron Rodgers again. But I 100% believe that the off-season antics by Aaron Rodgers, the in-season antics by Aaron Rodgers has rubbed him the wrong way for far too long. We've seen it over and over and over and over again. We talked about um, the tight end, Jermichael Finley, Mm -hmm. who left and has adamantly said Aaron Rodgers is a problem. 
you know, Greg Jennings has been on, uh, you know, I, I watch Colin Coward all the time. He's been mm-hmm. on Colin Coward a thousand times and literally says, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is not for everyone. Yeah. He's not, he's not always the greatest guy. You well, know, and we and, saw Jordy Nelson leave. We saw Randall Cobb leave for a little bit, but he came back because he wasn't doing anything for the Texans. And then we saw um, James Jones leave. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys that have left. I don't think it's a coincidence that so many receivers leave Aaron Rodgers. Do I think it's a little bit of the front office? Yes, I do think that they don't want to pay a lot of receivers. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like they're like, oh, I want, I really want to stay with Green Bay, please. Don't let me go like Air I mean Devontae Adams easily, easily could have stayed with Green Bay, mm-hmm. but he didn't. And I think that is a very big telling sign of uh what's going on in Green Bay. Yeah. Well, and also too, just to add on to that, um, you know, you mentioned that they they signed Campbell to a long term contract, so he's able to return. Uh, obviously they signed they signed Rogers, which is fine. And I think they did those first to free up cap space to then go after Devontae Adams, but in my opinion, I think what was the straw that broke the camel's back was basically they offered him like 20 ish, 21 million to start. Like it was, I think a four year deal. I think it was reported on Tuesday or something. Yeah. It was like, okay, there you go. It was like between the ballpark of 21 to 23 million for some four years or something like that. And, um, clearly not up, not even close to market because, um, who's the receiver that just got paid in Miami? I think Christian Cook, if I'm not, or Kirk, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he I just think he went to Jacksonville. Right, and I think his contract is like $25 million a year or something like that. Yeah. And you can't justify paying less for Devontae Adams than him. Yes, the Dolphins, did they overpay for a receiver? Yeah, 100%, you're right. But that does not mean then that you shortchange your franchise receiver to, yeah. to offset the market. That's not how that works. You just flow with it. If you believe that he's the guy, he works well with Rodgers, I mean, there's a reason why Devontae Adams has almost 100 touchdown receptions in the time that he was with Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, and that's not because he's some scrub. So, yeah, fork over the money and pay it. Who, who cares if the market went up on it because the team overpaid? You're going to end up paying him that anyways. Just do it now. And the Raiders were willing to make that to pay for that. And yeah. rightfully so i would have i'd have been totally fine if the raiders went 30 million per year because mm-hmm. yes Devonte adams in my opinion is worth it with what Derek carr you know is familiar with him they're still super close and you know i would love that chemistry because yes Derek carr has literally every receiver he's had he's gotten them paid more money elsewhere but now they're bringing in a receiver of a far higher caliber than anything else that they've ever had and yep. their connection is already like this. So they're, I mean, Carr always always has a good connection with his guys, no matter who they are, no matter how long they've been there. And the mm-hmm. fact that his best friend from college is now going to be there, they already have this chemistry. Now you factor that in with McVay's offense, or excuse me, not McVay, uh, McDaniel's offense, along with Josh Jacobs, Hunter Winfro, Darren Waller. Uh, I know that they just got Johnson, who's a former fullback uh, at the Patriots. So, you can already tell that they're going to have some kind of zone run scheme going on like they did the Patriots, which is why they were one of the top rushing offenses in the league last year. And I don't think that they're done. I think now, like, we did do some good defensive pickups and obviously excellent on offense. I think now we finalize our cornerback situation a little bit because we have some okay guys. I think this is where we go after maybe Stephon Gilmore, like what you're, who you're hoping for. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we go after Logan Ryan. I saw that he was kind of tied to us because of our defensive coordinator. Uh, so that's kind of encouraging. But this is huge, in my opinion, for the Raiders, and it's super telling on the Green Bay side, especially like what you said with Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. People are leaving Aaron Rodgers and not really wanting to stick around. I mean, uh, you know, Randall Cobb is really the only player that it's on record of, like, really going to bat for him. and. Yeah. Outside of that, that's pretty much it. I mean, James Jones, I think, has respect for Aaron Rodgers, but not to the extent that Randall Cobb has. Greg Jennings doesn't even like saying his name. <laughs> so, um, And it just goes to show, Adams was more willing to go to a quarterback in a more competitive division that may not be the sexiest name in the league, but he trusts that guy more than the guy that he's been with all these years. And you can say that's leadership. You can just say that's Adams looking out for himself, whatever the case may be. But I think there is something going on in Green Bay. And I would just look at all of the stuff that they've done in the few off seasons, including this one. I don't think they handled a lot of it very well at all, which is, I think, yeah. a huge reason why he, he also walked out the door. And in my opinion, Green Bay gave a, you know, left a lot of money on the table, so to speak. And I think they could have gotten a lot more. And I'm actually really glad that the Raiders – basically got him for only two two picks and yeah you know screw these picks who needs picks you know yeah so and and you know what's funny too cody's we it's not just that it was Devonte adams i mean that's that's excellent but we were talking about we could do that for amari cooper now well, he would probably be like one draft pick and that was it <clears throat> but um you know, I, I, that's why it kind of – at first I was kind of like, man, the Raiders weren't even, like, mentioned um, about getting Amari Cooper. And then it was kind of like all these receivers were going. Like, Christian Kirk was going quick. And, um, you know, uh, I just saw Allen Robinson got signed today with the Rams. And it was kind of like – I don't think the Raiders are just going to sit back and be like, oh, we're good with the with the receivers in the, in the draft because – I mean, as Josh McDaniel's track record, just with receivers, like I'm not sure he's very confident in drafting a receiver or even Ziggler. So mm-hmm. I feel like they ended up going, let's just get a known commodity. And they knew that Derek wanted, Derek even said, and, and, and uh, this this is what really is the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. And please don't at me. I know Aaron Rodgers is a more talented quarterback. I'm not going to sit here and say Derek Carr is way better than Aaron Rodgers, but Derek Carr is a way better leader mm-hmm. and a way better teammate than Aaron Rodgers. And it showed in this scenario. What do I mean by that? Aaron Rodgers was going, uh, I don't know. I might retire. I don't, uh, I don't know if I'm going to stay with Green Bay. Uh, maybe I'll go to Denver. No, I won't go to Denver. I don't know. I might go to Pittsburgh. I don't know where I'm going to go. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be the highest paid quarterback. Oh, I do. I do. I want to be the highest paid quarterback. I'll get fifty million a year. It'll be great. <clears throat> ten out of so ten on your that. on your uh, impression, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Derek Carr in the beginning of the year was like, "I'll do anything to get Devonte Adams here. I'm going to recruit him like hell, and I'm going to uh, take a pay cut if I have to to get Devonte Adams over here." That's the difference. The money, the leadership, and being the teammate. That is the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. What's the difference, you say? 
Uh, you know, Marquez Val- Valdez Scantling doesn't even want to re-sign with the Packers. Mm-hmm. He was like their number two, sometimes number three option. Devontae Adams didn't want any part of it. Now, in the Raiders, you have Josh Jacobs, you have a Darren Waller, you have a Hunter Renfro, you have a Devontae Adams now. <clears throat> you know, that's really nice. And then you add Kenyon Drake, who's really a dynamic um, uh, running back who helps out Josh Jacobs. They're kind of starting to look like probably their draft picks are going to be more defense and offensive line. Uh, their offensive line isn't terrible. Um, the Raiders are starting to get guys, and I wouldn't be surprised in the least bit mm-hmm. if you start seeing more guys wanting to sign with the Raiders. Because, yeah. first of all, the AFC West is literally the AFC Wild Wild West. Like, mm-hmm. it is insane. Uh, Denver got Russell Wilson, and now – they're like everyone was like they're going to the Super Bowl, and then the Chargers get Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. They're like, oh, okay, maybe it's the Chargers. And then you know the Chiefs are like, oh, the Chiefs are still there. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. And uh, then we're talking about the Raiders who get Devonte Adams and uh, Chandler Jones. And I wouldn't be the least least bit surprised if Tyron Matthew came over, mm-hmm. uh, Stephon. I mean, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if some of these bigger names, like a Landon Collins or something, came over because they're saying, hey, the Raiders are doing over there. It's kind of intriguing. Yeah. And it is. I mean, you want to go to a competitive league? <laughs> Come to the AFC West. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> oh, man. it It is wild out here. All right, Cody. So let's let's talk about the Chandler Jones because we I think we talked Devontae Adams to death, but I'm so excited about him. <laughs> Chandler Jones, the trade for Chandler Jones was insane to me. I, I didn't think we were going there. Um, I like Johnny Kingakwe. I thought he was really good. Um, I did feel like his motor kind of ran down just a little bit um, towards the end of the year. And in the playoffs, he really didn't show up as much. But he was still a really good player. And he's still very young. So I, I actually really liked uh, Yannick Ngakwe. And obviously, we extended Max Crosby, which, you know, I don't think I need to explain that one. Yeah. Um, but um, who's had more sacks than Max or than uh, Nick Bosa. And everyone wants to talk about Nick Bosa. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, <clears throat> but we talk about... Pass rushers are important. And I feel like the Raiders saw, okay, Russell Wilson is in Denver. And then you have Justin Herbert who can move. And you got Patrick Mahomes who every time we played, every time the Raiders played them last year, we really couldn't get to Patrick Mahomes. We mm-hmm. really struggled getting there. There was a game where Crosby was like blowing it up, but then we still lost. Yeah. So um, we needed another factor. And getting Chandler Jones not only is huge, but He's like, last year, uh, not this past year, but the year before, he led the league in sacks. Chandler Jones in Arizona, and Arizona was like, I don't know if we should, I don't know if we should extend his contract. And Chandler Jones was like, all right, well, then I'm not coming back here next year. Mm -hmm. He was really good. He got hurt this year, unfortunately, and um, kind of, you know, obviously didn't have the numbers so he was like i'll see what i get and now he's with the raiders Mm -hmm. and i think this is huge because 
I saw Chandler Jones. Of course, I had to follow him on on Twitter right at, right as he signed. Um, but I saw Chandler Jones um, tweet that he basically he followed Wilson here. <laughs> I thought that was a great great troll job. I thought that was amazing. Um, you know, I, I love that confidence. But the what I really love is Chandler Jones. He's a known commodity. Now we have Max Crosby as well, who's also now a known commodity. Mm-hmm. You have two known commodities rushing the passer. That is huge. That is something that the Raiders and Cody, you and I have been talking about doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this, that the Raiders need another guy on the other side. And that's why we wanted Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. And that's why we ended up getting him. Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe was <clears throat> not as high motor and of course, not as skilled as mm-hmm. what Chandler Jones is, okay? I love Yannick Ngakwe. I do wish him the best. I hope he – I mean, he's going to the uh, – uh, he's the going Colts. to the Colts. Yeah. yeah. So he's going he's gonna to be on a really good team. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad – I'm happy for him for being able to do that uh, and to go there. But, um, you know, let's be honest. Chandler Jones is an upgrade. Um, you don't want to talk about players that way, but when we're talking about, you know, us fans, mm-hmm. of course, you always want to get a little bit better. You always want to get a little bit better coaches, too. And Chandler Jones definitely does that uh, yeah. for the Raiders. And uh, I couldn't be more happy to have Chandler Jones as, as our other pass rusher. Yeah, it's like you were saying, just to carry over to it, because I'm just echoing what you're saying is Yannick Ngakwe, like you mentioned, had a high motor, but at times, you know, in the run game specifically, he wasn't very good at plugging holes. Sometimes if a run play went to him, uh, he couldn't get to the runner. Because, again, he's pass rushing. That's his specialty. You you drop back in the pocket. You give him an opportunity to get to you. That's pretty much what he specializes in. And it helped Matt Crosby, uh, Max Crosby, pardon me, because, you know, with uh, Yannickin, people were thinking that Yannickin was going to be the – basically the guy that they had to worry about and really it was max crosby that it was helping free up because max crosby was it looked like a more polished pass rusher just with his skills and like what he was able to do with his hands and just the separation he can get and now you pair him with chandler jones as you mentioned i do see it as a, also an upgrade i mean i'm saddened that we couldn't keep yannick Ngakwe, but it makes sense there's three pass rushers on the edge we really only need two specifically It'd be too much to ask for one of them out of the three to sit on the bench in a rotation kind of a setting. They're all way too more respected at their position to do that. So it makes sense that we had to get rid of um, uh, Yannick Ngakwe. But with Chandler Jones, I mean, week one this se- this past season, he had five sacks opening week. You know, and yes, he did get injured. He did get injured for a majority of the season. But when he was on the field, he was nothing but a sack machine. He led the league like like what you said, Drew, the year prior to this. And I mean, to think that he's going to fall off like, oh my gosh, this is, a hu- this is a huge loss. No, in my opinion, this is a huge upgrade. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been in the I- NFC for a little bit, and <clears throat> I don't think the AFC is ready for him, if I'm being honest. Like, <laughs> I-, I just see total destruction coming from both Crosby and from Chandler Jones. And it's going yeah. to be very, very scary. And now all we need is another interior. Who, and I know that we signed the a previous Bears interior lineman, which was uh, Lyle young, Nichols. Right. He's young up and coming, which is good. It's not even including the other ones that we might get in the draft because there's still more free agents that are being released by teams that have a yeah. lot of talent still left that, and as to your credit, people are going to want to now play for the Raiders because they, we have a good team now. And 
I do think too, it makes a huge difference when you have someone like McDaniels, the coaching staff that he's hired, also the front office with Ziggler and the personnel and the other uh, members that they hired on. Cause I believe it was, uh, gosh, his name is escaping me. Ryan something. <laughs> I can't remember his last name, but we wanted him as the GM, but hired Ziggler, but we made a position for Ryan. I believe he was the previous GM for the bears. And he's got a really good relationship with a lot of players from all over the league. And I think when the Raiders put all of these talented front office people together to collaborate, this is what's happening. The fruit of the fruit of our labor is now is now coming to fruition because, you know, now you have a front office that's respected. They're taking the organization seriously and they're coming up with huge free agents, whether that's via draft or signing. And I think it's going to just, you know, it's going to be so much better for us, which is why we got Chandler Jones, which is why he was willing to come to the Raiders from a previous playoff contending t- uh, team as well. And an argument could be made that the uh, Cardinals were better than the Raiders. You know, they have a better offense, probably have a better quarterback in some respects. You know, defense was probably a little bit better, and yet he still took a chance on an AFC team that just last season looked really dysfunctional, even though we made the playoffs. And now I just think that just goes to show the, the respect level that has now been earned within that organization from other players and you know, just like what you said, this is going to probably just start a domino effect of other players that are now going to want to come yeah. to come to Las Vegas and make something special here. Because, you know, you can go and ring chase with like the Rams or the Chiefs or whatever, you know, but you can be the very first pl- you can be one of the first players to bring a Super Bowl to Las Vegas to the Raiders franchise in what, 30 years or something like that. So. Yeah. You know, that's a legacy that you might want to be attached on because the Raiders now look like the most well-run organization outside of, you know, let's say Kansas City and and New England in some respects. So which is scary to think about because just last year we had a racist head coach. So, (laughs) you know, we've come a long way. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I would say, you know, one of the best yet front offices, but it's 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 doing a great job because um, they're doing it the right way. They're not looking at the draft as, oh, it's the end-all, be-all. I mean, you and I were talking about this. Like, why is the draft just so considered like it's a home run hit? Like, yeah, I mean, like, especially Raider fans. Like, I don't understand why a lot of Raider fans wanted to, like, trade away Derek Carr for, like, three draft picks. And it's like, okay, you do realize that the Raiders, you know, drafted, like, Jamarcus Russell. You remember that, right? You guys were there. Robert Gallery. You, you, you remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember all those guys too. And it was not great. Okay? Yeah. So the draft is not a foolproof system. Yes, do you get guys like a Derek Carr, like a Khalil Makamari Cooper? Yeah, you can. But you really don't know. And look, Amari Cooper was drafted really high. And to be perfectly honest, in my opinion, has he lived up to it? I think he's close, but I don't think he's lived up to it. I think he was drafted a lot higher than maybe now we would draft him. So, um, and, and this is not an Amari Cooper, you know, discussion right now, but all I'm saying is I never view the draft as it's going to be a foolproof system. Why don't, why don't we just trade this guy for a bunch of draft picks? Like I understood, I, I was on here talking about how I understood why we traded Amari Cooper, why we traded, Khalil Mack. I understood it because we were trying to get draft picks. I understood that 
Gruden wanted to start from scratch. But what I didn't get is why we're trading Khalil Mack, a known commodity, a guy who's done, who's been super successful in the league. And Gruden's response was, well, he's not really, you know, he, he's, he wants all the money. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. Like, he, he was really good. He kind of earned it. You know, it would be like if the Rams were like, Aaron Donald wants a lot of money. Like, why do we want to sign him? Oh, I don't know, because he's freaking dominant. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Um, so, for me, I've never viewed the draft as, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. And I think the Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels proved that, listen, yes, is the draft important? It can be. But also, guys who have done it in the league already are also very important. Sometimes you got to pay a little money. And I think Jerry Jones has been, um, he's one of the guys who had said, um, I think it was Jerry Jones who said, I don't want to pay, um, I don't want to pay great money for a good player. I want to pay great money for, or I want to pay uh, good money for a great player or great money for a great player. Sometimes you have to do it. And, and I, I love that because it's true. You want to pay, you have to pay certain guys. You're, you're always going to have to pay certain guys. Yeah. You have to pay the right ones. And I think the Raiders showed you today, we paid the right one. Devon, yeah. I don't think anyone is looking at this Devontae Adams trade going, oh, well, it's going to be, you know, Randy Moss. It's going to be um, when the Raiders signed, um, I can't think of the other receiver that they signed that kind of didn't go over very well. But, I mean, Randy Moss is the first one that comes to my head. You know, when he when he signed, we were all so excited. We're like, oh, we got Randy Moss, but he really didn't show up. I don't think anyone thinks that of Devontae Adams. I think everyone realizes that, Devontae Adams right now is still in his prime. Mm -hmm. And the reason he wanted the most money that he could possibly get. And he even, and there was even a report out that said that Devontae Adams and Green Bay Packers are not feuding over money. He, he was good with the money. Mm -hmm. It was everything else about the contract, about how he was being treated. And so Devontae Adams being paid a lot of money. He is deserved. He is deserving of that. And I think they paid a right guy because he is still in his prime. Devontae Adams literally just wanted more money because he feels like this is going to be the biggest payday he's going to get for the remainder of his career. The next time he has the new contract, he's probably going to get less because he's going to be older. He might have a couple of more injuries on his plate. And that's what we're going to have to deal with later on. But this time right now, Devontae Adams makes the Raiders, I I would almost give it two more wins. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any much more to add to what we've already been talking about, but I think it's basically what we're echoing is it's a huge signing for the Raiders. It feels different than the Randy Moss signing because when Randy Moss signed with us all those years ago, we didn't have it all like we didn't have the kind of quarterback caliber that we have now under center. And it sure as heck wasn't, you know, Randy Moss's best friend. You know, we have a far better offense. We have a we're in a better place organizationally because even back then when we sent Randy Moss, we were still a hot mess. So, <laughs> you know, we are definitely in a better position to yeah. be a better team set up for success with a high profile receiver than we were back at Randy uh, back in the day when we signed Randy Moss. I feel like when we signed Randy Moss back in the day, 
we didn't know what we were doing as as the Oakland Raiders then because you know we still I think we were only a few years removed from losing the Super Bowl. We had a ton of losing seasons. We didn't know how to draft and honestly we still didn't know how to draft up until Reggie McKenzie kind of took over back in what was it 2014 I want to say. Um and even still yeah and even still you know, the past three seasons with Mayock and Gruden, we still didn't know how to draft well. So really our only hit on a draft pick was uh, uh, was Jacobs and Morig. And other than that, not so much, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I think I don't have anything more to add to this discussion. It's just a huge win for us on the free agency front. And it's yeah. super exciting to see what else we do. Uh, I do still, I know realistically, like we're on a high, do want to taper expectations because we still have a whole season, whole off season and all that yes. stuff to get through to see what even we look like, how our offense is going to hum together, what other pieces go in the offense on defense. So this is just a huge one for us. So I think that's what we're riding high on. Yeah. And on Twitter, I've been seeing a lot of like uh, popular you know, Raider guys on Twitter, you know, tweeting, Hey Raider nation, how you feeling? And I've been trying to tweet out as much as I can. Uh, you know, the, uh, the gif of Derek Carr saying job's not done. And yeah. that's, that's a hundred percent what you were just saying. Job's not done. We still have to play the season. We can look nice on, on paper, but it doesn't mean squat. And I think we proved that even this year of what happened with us going on with the rugs and Gruden situation. Um, you know, Waller getting hurt. I mean, all these guys who are constantly getting hurt, uh, using some random guy who had never been close to being a head coach ever. <laughs> and we got to the playoffs and almost beat a, a Super Bowl bound uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So, uh, you know, the Raiders proved that just because your roster doesn't look as nice, you still can do some dangerous things. So, um, you know, the, the Raiders ha- still have to perform. Uh, there was two things I did want to get to. One thing was, uh, what's going on with the Cardinals? Like, they, they don't want to sign anybody who's good? I mean, what's going on, guys? But anyway. Um, no, but, they got that Kyler Murray want... situation to worry about. I don't think they I don't think they have Chandler any. Chandler Jones, I guess, wasn't worth it either. Chandler Jones was like, I'm, I'm good, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, in all seriousness, I mean, this is this is huge for Raiders. Exactly what we were saying, though. They need to get it. They have to. They have to perform. But the reason they went after Adams was because of the connection with Derek Carr and uh, Devonte Adams. And I also have heard this, and this is what I wanted to get to. Was a lot of people are like, "Oh, does this mean that the Raiders are like trying to get it to a Super?" Bowl? Well, yes, it means they're trying to get to a Super Bowl. But at the same time, this year, especially with what's going on. Uh, in the AFC West, it's going to be really hard to get to a Super Bowl. I think if the Raiders are at least in the mix this year, I think it's a successful season. I know that sounds kind of bad to Raider Nation, but I do want to say this. Listen, we're still trying to beef up our defense. Yes, Chandler Jones absolutely helps, but uh, we're still going to need a little bit more help on the secondary. We still really don't have many linebackers on our roster right now, so we kind of need to get a linebacker. Um, but, um, you know, and then Denver, you know, Los Angeles, Kansas city, they're all still pretty good. So, um, even if we think we're better than them, because those are all rivals, that is still going to be really hard to win that division. So Raiders, yes, be excited, but also kind of harness your expectations a little bit because 
It is going to be a crazy season because anything is going to be able to happen in the AFC West. I mean, I'll be the first one to say I'm going to probably have all four teams in the playoffs when we do our predictions, Cody. But at the same time, I don't, especially like what we saw with NFC West, I think there's going to be one team out. And I still do think that the high likelihood that it is the Raiders, that's still a very high likely that they will be the ones who are left out. But also, the Raiders were one of two teams that were in the AFC West that got into the playoffs. And the Chargers literally only added two guys on their team. Mm-hmm. So, And we had to beat the Chargers to get to the postseason. So we can also say that the Chargers, do they look better? Yes. But at the same time, they're kind of the same. Just a little better. Not much. And then the Raiders got a little bit better, I think, by a little bit more. So you Chargers fans who are trying to add the Raiders – you know, maybe, maybe, maybe look at what we just did. You, you might want to be like, okay, the Raiders are for real. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I know that we'll dive into this, you know, probably months down the line when we do our, our season predictions and stuff. And yeah, it's going to be crazy, but you know, regardless, um, you know, I think for me, I think a realistic expectation for the Raiders though, would be something like, if we don't at least get to the divisional round of the playoffs, it's probably going to be considered a lost season because we improved just this much on the little signing and trading that we've done. Mm-hmm. And we suspect that now, obviously, if we're better than where we were, which tells us then we should have enough to, in theory, get over to what our, where we were stopped at, if that makes any sense. So yeah. I think for us, I think Redier Nation, and I actually would have the same expectation is, I'm expecting playoffs now this upcoming season. Yeah, and, 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 and I think it's not outrageous to, to demand or expect them to at least get in the divisional round, whether that be, you know, getting third place. I'm not saying be first place in the AFC, but you're in the divisional round of the playoffs because I think that would be a good benchmark to know where we're at. If we, if we repeat the same record in the same playoff position, then it's going to be, did we pay too much for Adams? Do we even know what we're doing? Because we got to the same spot with a worser team, yeah, you know, or worser good English on that one. You know what I mean? So I think that's what our, I think realistic expectations and what I would, what I would demand in a sense would be divisional round is where we need to be to make this season you know, acceptable because we can't live with mediocre, mediocre seasons or, or not, not push for a Super Bowl. You know, like Derek Carr should have more than just two playoff appearances under his belt this long into his career. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm honestly, I really am okay if we're just in the mix. Um, I feel like because we have a new head coach, uh, that's why I'm kind of, um, you know, keeping my expectations at bay. Am I super excited? Do I think we have a chance? Absolutely. I think we have a really good chance of getting the divisional round, but I also can't forget about, you know, the Buffalo Bills, you know, literally our whole division. Um, I think the Steelers are actually a, a sneaky good team. What they've done this off season. I know everyone's not in love with Mitchell Trubisky, but he right now is better than what big Ben was. And Big Ben got them to the playoffs. So I still think that's a dangerous team. 
Um, Can I, I'm gonna correct you real the quick. The Ra- I'm gonna correct you real quick. The Raiders got the Steelers in the playoffs. Just saying. Very true. That's very true. But still, I mean, still I they, point, they yeah. were there. And um, you know, I still think even, and we'll talk about this in a second. But you know, the Browns—they're still a really good team with or without Mayfield, in my opinion. Um, there's a lot of good teams in the AFC that you really have to worry about. So, um, you know, that's why I think to me, the expectation is as long as we're in the mix, I'm okay. The next year, yes, we'll have to be better. We'll have to be in the playoffs in my opinion. But for me, I'm okay. If as long as we're in the mix and we, if we don't make it, of course I'm not going to be upset. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, got to got to pump the brakes a little bit because there's a lot of good teams in the AFC specifically in our own division. And, um, you know, your division record does kind of matter in playoff seeding. So that could become a factor as well. So, well, Cody, um, I think, I think we've exhausted, I mean, this is two weeks in a row where we said we were going to have a baseball topic and then we literally never get to it. So hopefully <laughs> next week we'll, we will, I mean, spring training started. So there, there, there's your baseball topic. There you but, go. But, um, you know, nothing really big other than Freddie Freeman being signed to the Dodgers. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. I mean, I know the Giants made some moves, but it's not huge news. I mean, the uh, Freddie Freeman thing was probably Freddie the Freeman, biggest. Uh, Rizzo re-signs with Yankees. Um, mm, Chapman goes, I think, to the Blue Jays. Mm. Uh, I, I Honestly, uh, yeah, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson. Um, Chapman going to the, as you said, the Blue Jays. Olson going to the Braves. I think those were big moves. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, A's hate their fan base and they hate Oakland. It's it's so apparent yeah. to me that they're trying to get out of Oakland and getting into Vegas. But anyway, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> that's another topic for another day. So, Cody, uh, guys, thank you guys for joining us. We always appreciate it. Go check out our social media sites, which is uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, also, go check us out on YouTube. Follow, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, comment on all of our videos, like our videos. We want to hear from you guys. We always want to hear from you. So please go do that. Um, and then also go check us out um, <clears throat> on all the major, excuse me. Sorry, dude. I'm like, I'm dying here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go check us out on all the major podcast sites, which is uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeart, and Google Podcasts. So uh, rate and review on there. Give us a one star. Let us know what we're doing what that you don't like so that way we can fix it. Give us a five star. Let us know what you love about us. That way we can uh, keep uh, doing what we're doing. And go check out fnxfitness.com. Cody just told me today, which made me kind of sad. Uh, I have been saying use our code, and then they usually have like deals. Like today, they had, uh, I think, like 50% off of uh, St. Patrick's Day stuff. Well, you can't use our code and the 50% off uh, as well anymore. I think I gave away the secrets. I shouldn't have. I'm sorry, everyone. This is my fault. I will take the blame for it. But uh, please use our code uh, when they don't have the the bigger deals, uh, which is Drew Code 15, which you can see on the bottom of the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Um, but uh, you can get 15% off your whole purchase by just using that promo code. Please use it. I mean, it's it, hey, 15% off is 15% off. Um, you know, I love when someone says it's a 7% off. Like, it's a random number, but I'll take it. I like that as long as it's not full price. 
So, uh, us people who have to think about that. But anyway, um, but yeah, go go uh, go check all out. They got great workout gear, great workout supplements. Uh, all the stuff is really good. Cody just bought like twenty more items, so uh, he's gonna be. Uh, every day of the week wearing something FNX. <clears throat> I probably could. I've got like five shirts now. I got two hats. I did have sunglasses, but my dog literally chewed on them. And I showed you. They were my favorites, and then she got a hold of them. But Yeah, because you lost opinion, the ones that I got you. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Anyways, so they... <laughs> Anyways, they do have really good stuff. I've got one of the new shirts on right now. I have one out of the two new hats I also got, which is a barbell hat. Really good stuff. I love these hats to work out in, to be honest with you. Uh, when Drew and I work out, I wear it all the time. And the one that, you know, again, my dog got a hold of, I can't wear it no more. So that's why I got another one. I got two, actually. But anyways, guys, like what Drew said, in the uh, link in our bio, in the description, we have a special link that you guys click on, begin your shopping, use whatever promo code that they advertise for that season. Ours is good all year round. Please utilize that as much as you guys want. All of our podcast links that Drew had mentioned are also linked down below. All of our social media as the same as well. You can listen to also our podcast on Facebook if you want. So if you're cruising on Facebook at work, like probably we all are doing, Put us on. Let us talk to you about sports because, you know, we don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it anyway. So when you're at work, you should be working, Cody. You should be working and listening to us at the same time. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much. Please don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, share, do all that fun stuff. We will have videos posted, little clips, audios, all that stuff. I love posting all that. So it'll all be available. Check us all out on all that good stuff. Can't wait to talk about next week after we figure out what the Raiders are going to continue doing for agency. And hopefully we get to baseball next week, <laughs> considering opening days just right around the corner. So yes, for sure. I need to talk about, I need to talk about Giants baseball. We were talking about it and I literally went on for like 10 minutes on Marco Polo, just talking to you about what the Giants organization does every single year. Well, because, <laughs> like, too, oh, okay. well, because <laughs> I asked the dumb questions of like, Hey, why don't they do this? And then you give me the history on it. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So that makes sense. They're, they're really, they're really informative. Cheap. I wish we could do like a, a series on like Giants history. You'd be perfect for that. But regardless, I don't know. I don't know about that. But I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Again, follow us, subscribe to us. See you guys next week. And thank you guys so much. See ya. Let's go Raiders. Right ready for a fight. Believe me. When they try to change, you can say no free me.